0: Introducing the all-new Romeo y Julieta Pasión The story of this cigar dates back almost a year, during a visit to the Flor de Coupon factory in Honduras. We witnessed the endless amount of passion and love the workers put into each and every cigar. This hand-rolled cigar uses a blend of Dominican and Honduran filler tobaccos, along with a rich and flavorful binder from the US. The wrapper is a zesty Ecuadorian Habana leaf that offers up notes of pepper, leather, nuts, and a dash of cocoa. Ignite your passion, and pick up a box of the Romeo y Julieta Passion at jrcigars.com.
1: Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei.
2: Oh my goodness, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, episode 262, Smoke Night Live, hanging out with Jordan, the Wonder Boy producer. Jordan, how are you tonight? The jo- <laughs> and, and our good buddy Emmett Malone from Blind Men's Puff, how are you tonight? I'm great, how Emmett, are you? Emmett, with these glasses on. It almost looks like you're sitting right next it's to like me it. in the studio. Oh, jeez. Uh, anyways, <laughs> more on this later. Hey guys, we're gonna have a, a fun show tonight. But before we introduce our guests, our our other guests, Emmett. Yeah. We have a hockey game uh, Sunday. The championship. So exciting. We are in the championship. We're we made win it. it. No question, we're gonna win it. We the team dojo is in the championship. We've had a we've had an up and down year.
3: Yeah, yeah. We've had our wins and losses.
2: We've had sure. our wins and losses. But we've there. had some some injuries. We're not going to have our best player, Jordan. He's <laughs> not going to be there, oh, sure. which is definitely. It's all your fault I, if I, we lose. I think we're going to be better without him. Yeah. yeah. If we, we win, we never need you again. No. But no. But if, <laughs> That's we, true. if we lose, it's 100% your fault. He's <laughs> off the team if we win. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Let's, we, got, we got so much to do tonight. I'm just going to bring our guests on right away. Besides Emmett sitting next to me in studio, and besides our Wonder Boy, Jordan, That's we right. have Nick Libretti from JR Cigars. Nick, how are you tonight?
0: Oh, I'm fantastic, gentlemen. How are we doing?
2: Well, we're doing good. I love the microphone.
0: America. Thank you. I mean, gotta 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 represent the uh,
2: you know the home country there. The old <laughs> U, US of A. And, yeah, and our good buddy, uh, Randy Griggs from Flavor Odyssey. Randy, how are you tonight?
4: I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. Really excited to be on here with all you fantastic people I'm excited to be uh it was like my fourth or fifth smoke night live. It's pretty exciting for Oh me, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, you're 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 a regular. You're an old school <laughs> old school guy. Okay, guys, we're going to we're going to get started. We can we can chat uh, uh much more as we go because we'll have so much to some some time here. So here's how uh the first impressions show works. This is the third time we've done this. It's always really interesting because here's the deal. Like it's just like in life, Emmett, like a person you know, gives off a first impression. Sure, sure. A bourbon, if you've never had it before, that first sip, it doesn't always mean it's it's the end all be all. No, but there is something to be said about a first. But if it's impression. not good, I
1: throw it out. It's, it's important. <laughs> it's important for sure. And
2: so, what we do is we find some cigars that we've never. Usually, smoked. this is
1: right after the show. The IPCBR. Yes, Ah, that's
2: true. And there was no show. There's all
1: the the cigars in the world to choose from.
2: right. So what we're going to do tonight is each one of us has two cigars that we've picked out that we haven't smoked. They're not all the same. Some of them are There's a couple that are the same, but they don't have to be the same. And we will smoke them for 25 minutes. We'll cut light and smoke. We have a 25-minute very hard timeline. And at the end of that 25 minutes... We have to give it a rating between one and a hundred, and you cannot. Each each reviewer cannot re- rate. Uh, the same rating for each cigar. So one's going to be higher than the other for right. each one of us.
3: Are we going to have like a 24 style uh, countdown like, yes. timer that yes. is yes. very dramatic? Oh, yeah.
1: We
2: will have a countdown timer. This is
1: what the old, uh, this is what the rankings look like hey. pre rankings.
2: So uh, just to go over this real quick, I'll have each guy, Nick, uh, what will you be smoking in segment one and segment two tonight?
0: So for segment one, I thought it would be fun to, uh, before he announces what the, the actual blends are, I'm doing one of the uh, Shut the F Up samplers from Steve Saka. I'm doing the letter F. Okay. Um, so anyone who doesn't know... What does that know, letter stand for? Uh, <laughs> I can only imagine. Four. Uh, a, it's four. He, he, he got a little, uh, a little crap for uh, people thinking that the original... Um, Sober Mesa brulee was sweet-tipped, and so we decided to release this sampler where it has some regular bl- brulees, some sweet-tipped, and some double-sweet-tipped, and you have to kind of guess which one is which. So that should be really exciting. Um, and then I'm doing the brand-new, just-dropped uh, private label that we just did with... Let me put it in front of my face here. Uh, with Drew Estate called The Nightshade. Now, mm-hmm. this is my first time smoking this. So I just got a box in for uh, for review, and I'm going to be... Br- brutally honest with it when i smoke it because i, don't, I you know it's i, I want to make sure that everyone trusts me out there but from what i've heard from our our team it is phenomenal and it looks really good how so much does go for. For um i want to say it's around 130 140 a box not crazy you know
2: okay
1: yeah
0: private label prices
2: all right, right so uh uh randy what will you be smoking segment one
4: segment two tonight For segment one, I also will be joining Mr. Nick Labretti in smoking one of the blends from the STFU sampler. I am going with the triple exclamation point. Uh, (laughs) So this is a Sober Mesa Brulee. We will uh, will try and determine, see if our palates are capable of determining if these are the uh, the regulars, the sweet tip or the double sweet tip. And for segment two, I will then be getting into the Aganor Salif Anniversario 109 Maduro. Very nice. Ooh, yummy, yummy. That's a sexy oh, looking man. cigar. It really is. Uh, well, we'll talk more about it once we get lit. But yeah, I'll I'll say a few things about it. So uh, that brulee that you have there just stands for ah. <laughs> 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 exactly. I, I believe the STMU stands for. Uh, sock is taste for yourself. Sock is taste for yourself. So it is is four that uh, Nick is officially officially. Uh, mm. officially. <laughs> All right, Emmett, I'm sure there's no other meaning behind it. Emmett, what
2: will you be smoking? All right, segment one, so, segment two.
3: My first one is the uh, new Oliveros um, from Aging Room. Uh, they were around a long time ago, uh, but they got taken off the market when Altadus took over um, distribution for Aging Room. They stopped making them, and they brought them back this year. Mm. Um, the The claim to fame with these is like a extensive aging process, so the individual tobaccos are aged for... 24 months, and then they aged another 33 months after being rolled. So, oh. really aged. That's kind of the story behind it. It's uh, So,
1: those are just the cigars that they were making beforehand. Yeah, could just, be. uh, I not Grabbed them back out. <laughs> I don't out. know he how the know.
3: timeline works on that. But. <laughs> but, yeah, so the wrapper is uh, Connecticut. Everything else is uh, Nicaraguan. It's all Placencia tobacco, so we'll see how that one is. Okay. Uh, and then, I'm really excited about this one, the new um, JRE Aladino Cameroon. Ooh. I've been wanting to try this one for a long time, and I got the... The Lonsdale one here, and it it does, it feels smaller than a Lonsdale, doesn't it? I mean, it's it's lighter. It almost feels mm. like a Corona to me, but I don't know if it's, yeah, unstandard Lonsdale size, but it feels I mean, smaller. I yeah, don't know.
2: I get what you're saying, but it, it's, it's, yeah, it's not quite as hefty as I was expecting. But now that's good because, uh, well, we'll get to Jordan, but he's doing that too, but he Yeah, he's a different I'm glad size. he picked a different size. Mm. Yeah.
3: Um, so yeah, okay. The, uh, the wrapper here is obviously Cameroon, but it's a Honduran-grown Cameroon, Ooh. which is interesting, mm-hmm. right? So it's not from Africa. So we'll see how that kind of differs. Um, Corojo Binder and filler uh, kind of started. It was inspired by the old uh, Camacho Select, which used a Cameroon wrapper, mm. but it's a different blend uh, pre-Davidoff takeover, and
2: that's what I know. Okay, so Jordan, what are you? What will you be smoking tonight?
1: Going with the Perez Carrillo pledge, so we got this. Follows from the uh, La Historia and the Encore, and uh, this thing's got a Connecticut Havana seed wrapper. So kind of in the, you know, kind of that T fifty two kind of style Ooh. from EPC, and we got the same as Emmett, but in a Robusto.
2: Mm, nice. So you guys will both be doing the uh, Cameroon. I I had a Cameroon. I won't say. Mm. what I thought of mm-hmm. it, um, but uh, I had one just last week, and I'm a big Aladino fan. Yes, um, I'm going to go in my round one with the CAO Bones. Uh, oh, yes. Bones. You know, it's uh, dice, is it dominoes? It doesn't matter. It's, Star Trek reference. It's Bones, so just <laughs> you know, yes, just smoke it. <laughs> uh, and then my second one... My it's cool looking. This, yeah, it's cool looking. And the second round will be the new Fonseca from my father. Ooh. Of course, we all Ooh. know this was a long time mm-hmm. uh, Quesada uh, made cigar and then they bought the brand and then they sort of my fatherized it. Boy yeah. did I'm, they I'm curious what it you just think looks like a my father. Other than the F in the middle it <laughs> looks exactly <laughs> like a my father, but I'm excited uh-huh. to smoke that. So let's get right to it. Let's go ahead and get the timer going, Jordan. Get ready to dun, cut and light dun, boys. Dun, dun, it's dun. time for first impressions. Let's see if these cigars can make a favorable first impression. The clock has been started. We have twenty five minutes. So here we go. Oh, There's no, nothing more exciting than watching Watches guys all, cutting yeah. and. Guys
4: yeah, like well, cigars. What's the over or under on how long it takes, uh, how Jordan, to toast? The <laughs> oh, the, the the <laughs> clock will be run out by the time he actually. Guys, we got in, lots of time. Least two minutes. do it
3: right. Yeah, come on. Pretty, uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. I do the same thing. Maybe not quite as long, but I still take my time.
1: I I want the cigar to be just all the way lit. All I have to do is just. I don't even have to, to light it with, taking puffs. Just put up. I, just go for it.
4: I think my fa- my my favorite reference to that. Eric at one point said that Jordan only ever smokes the third third of any cigar because <laughs> he toasts the first two. <laughs> <cigar>. Nice. <laughs> if I By have the
3: way, time, real quick,
0: wanted to pay homage. I got my my Nat Sherman timeless ashtray here. Wow. Moment of silence. Uh,
3: <laughs>
2: apparently, it was not timeless.
0: That no. was no, that's... it was timed. <laughs>
2: Nick, let's talk just real quick about that. That was really like a sad, sort of moment in cigar lore. You know that uh...
0: it really, it really was. It really was. But here's the thing that is really cool: is Michael Herklotz is a free agent
3: right yeah, now. Yeah, there's ex- going. That's
0: that makes it. that can i don't that's that should be a whole episode is he should do the unveiling on your show he would, he would be a perfect fit
1: at Davidoff. i don't know if they have the room but well
2: and he was there oh, already i know he was would, there once be perfect. once before in the retail side of things you know now if 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 we were comparing it to sports <laughs> what what free agent is Michael Herklotz in the industry? You know, Ooh. is he like a uh, Tom Brady? No, because that's he's kind of like, old. He's like the Albert Pujols. He's been around ah, a long
3: time, and okay. he's always going to be solid.
2: But he's still um, young, so I sort of see him yeah. as a.
3: I see him as like a Mike true. Trout. That's like true. yeah, you know, you like
0: he's, he's still young, but he's incredibly talented, and but he's also experienced. I mean, Trout's been around a couple years now, so.
2: You know what's crazy about that, Emmett, Nick, Randy was. We all knew that we all knew that Nat Sherman was closing because they had announced it. You know, COVID, the whole COVID thing finally just killed him. And so we everybody knew for like a month and a half that this was happening. But yeah. then the day that it happened and they were saying goodbye to their employees and stuff on Facebook,
4: I think it was just like a punch to the gut. Yeah. You know, yeah. it hurts. Yeah, that video you did was classy, though. That was I uh, was a cool yeah. little walkthrough and tour of it was very sad, though, you know, that. Empty shelves in the humidor and everything else, but uh, it was a classy move just the same.
0: Well, it's one yeah. thing when a company like folds up, at, you know, like a, like an online company. So like when they weren't distributing cigars anymore, it's like okay, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. But the townhouse closing specifically, you know, yeah. so many good memories and experiences there. Have you guys ever been? Uh, at, I was there. Toronto it's amazing. University?
1: So cool. Yeah, I went and Jordan down in the, go, in the lounge yeah. as well. Oh. Such a cool place. Classy. Jordan, they they rolled out the Classy's red carpet kid for it. you, didn't they? Yeah, I went in there and said. <laughs> I'm Dojo,
4: and they said, "Oh <laughs> my gosh,
2: they,
1: get Michael clothes Oh my gosh, here's some coffee, and here's a million-dollar cigar."
4: No, I don't know. That's
2: that didn't exactly that didn't happen.
4: happen, happen. That way, <laughs> no, yeah, I offered it, you a cup of coffee. Is all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's what actually happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's no, about no. it.
2: it got, that that kind of you know like because that that building was just so iconic, and that shop was so iconic, and. I know that, you know, like Nat Sherman, like, you know, they had some kind of crazy stuff happen with the company that owned them. And so people started hating him and this and that and the other thing. But you can't hate Michael Herklotz. He's such a nice no. guy. And I always liked Nat Sherman brand stuff anyway. The cigars were always really cigars good. The cigars were great. Michael was great. The shop was fantastic. It was It was definitely a sad Sad, and he uh, was
0: revamping them. The past couple of years, they were releasing like the Timeless, uh the Pan America. They were releasing some really good stuff. Yeah. The brand overhaul that they did yeah.
3: was yeah, slick the new Benz as I'll get up. Yeah,
1: they looked yeah. they looked good. But finally. then they did that one thing that kind of ticked everybody. Off. That one thing. Yeah,
0: one thing. Mm-hmm. yeah but uh, you know, it coming from a company that's that's owned by a bigger conglomerate, it does suck when you're put in those kind of situations. Yeah. You know, it, it, wasn't. it, it you know because yeah, it, you can't. Win. Really voice your opinion. Yeah, you can't win because, you know, in your heart, you're like, this sucks, but you have to go and support the company outwardly. So uh, I, I know that was probably a tough spot. But now he's free to do whatever. I, I could see him going to, like, the fashion world,
2: too. I mean, the guy is stylish. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, he must have somebody that follows him around with the camera all the time. <laughs> right, Emmett? Because, like, every day putting a Ben's picture yeah. of himself just, like, walking down the street. Even
1: yeah. when it's even when he's not wearing the suit, when it's just, like, casual, Mike, he still looks good. He's got, like, his jean jacket on. He's, like, in he, the woods yeah. somewhere. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: He's still pulling off that like '80s denim look, but God,
2: he looks so good. Why <laughs> he it in the woods? We could do the whole show about this. All right, so uh, let's uh, um, let's do something real quick before we talk too much. Uh, just at the the very very first impression, uh, this won't be your overall um, score, obviously, or anything like that. But we just lit these cigars, Emmett. The very, very first impression of your Connecticut Olivares.
3: This thing puts off a ton of smoke, like like Liga Provada level smoke. I don't know if you noticed it, but crazy amount of smoke. I'll, I'll get some more going here in a second. But it's actually really tasty, too. It's stronger than I expected um, for Connecticut, which I guess is good sometimes. Um, it's kind of got a little spice, a little bit of bread maybe you notes. Know? It's good.
2: So, so, yeah, so yeah, the very smoke. first cut light year. You're happy with? What do you think about just Emmett the, uh, the construction of it and the look of the band? How does that, how does that strike your fancy?
3: The band is, I don't know, kind of average, I guess. Uh, but the the overall feel is really solid and it has it kind of a classy. catalog look to it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got a pretty big band, but it is classy looking. It's it's looks like it's really well constructed.
2: Um, no complaints. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the band. Yeah.
4: Yeah not a big fan of that can you show
1: band. that can you hold that up to the camera a little bit uh, it's gonna go out of focus here yeah. Eh, yeah. yeah that, it's,
4: that it's looks like' okay. it's got some uh, looks like it's got some foiling or something which would make it uh, a, a step up from the uh, the ones that we like so much what is it the, the Corojo and the grand reserva and those are just uh, those look like they came out of a home printer that, yeah. that one actually looks like it's uh, it's uh, made in a band factory I'll give them that.
2: Uh, let's do. Uh, we'll do Randy and Nick last, since they, because I'm really curious to see, you know, what initially they feel about the sweetness or non-sweetness <laughs> of oh, oh, that oh, oh, pudding. Yeah, in I their mean, mouth. really, the the question should be answered in the first thirty seconds, right? right? Like, uh, all right, Jordan, how how is your uh, pledge?
1: You guys, this is pretty stinking good. Mm. Uh, it's super super velvety texture, which is that's the standout feature so far. The texture is. Unreal. Uh, it's medium body. Um, the flavors are like tons of raisins, um, stone fruit, like cherry, kind of jammy stuff going on here, and some, and, and I don't know if I said vanilla already or not, but no, uh, super velvety and tasty.
2: Jordan, how would you describe and and your thoughts on the look of this cigar?
1: Oh, it's, it kind of follows the same structure as the La Historia and the Encore. Real classy. I dig it.
2: I like the blue though. I like that better, yep. I think. That blue does look nice. nice. It pops. I like the look of that yeah, c- cigar a lot. It looks cool. I uh, as I told you guys I'm smoking the bones. Uh, this is uh, Connecticut broadleaf over Connecticut shade. That's Ooh, I like that because
1: it follows the black and white of the bones. You know? So you got like the you are black, yeah. shades are white. And I gotta say
3: the construction on that doesn't quite
2: it it does look. It does perfect. look a little rough. Yeah. But that you know, a lot of broadleaf cigars do look rough. So um, it's not that doesn't totally... But they, but you're right, Emmett. There's some sort of like what would look to be like uh, lesser little filled little areas yeah. than others. It's very, very lumpy. The band is cool. Um, and just the, my very first inclination, the very first tastes. Uh, I'm not one of those guys that goes chasing after broadleaf cigars like some people do. Um, but my very first taste of this is enjoyable. There's a definite... Sweetness to it. Um, I would. I I hate to use the word leather because it gets overused. But there's like a leather and sweetness, which is kind of a nice combination. I don't really taste the Connecticut shade much at all. But maybe that's okay. Maybe it's just adding something to it. Where you know, like you don't always have to taste every bit of like you know. Oh, I can taste the Honduran tobacco there and the Connecticut shade there. Like you know, right off the bat, I'd say this is a very pleasant. Yeah, I feel like
3: I feel like when Connecticut shade isn't the wrapper, it kind of gets overshadowed. Right, kind of hard to, hard to taste. I was gonna it. say
0: that's that's kind of usually you'll go the other route and do a Connecticut shade over broadleaf because yeah. a broadleaf is sh- bold of it's gonna add a little something as a binder, but you're still gonna get primarily the shade. To reverse it, I feel like you're not gonna taste the shade at all. Yeah, it's gonna totally
2: overpower. You're right about that, Nick. You, you really can't. Now, I, I will say that the, um, the draw is a tad tight, but definitely not. Uh, not a distract, it's not distractingly tight. Is that a word, distractingly? Yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. Uh, It's not so distracting that I, it's just a little bit tight. Okay, boys, here we go. Nick and Randy uh, doing the brulees that may be sweetened, may not be sweetened. Uh, let's go to Nick. Talk about your very, very first impression of this cigar.
0: It's tough because <laughs> from the original one, there's there's definitely a little bit of a sweetness to it. First of all, it's smoking great. It's definitely, you know, fantastic. But wow, you burning right through that you're guy. Got, you've already man. got a uh,
2: almost an inch in.
0: I'm puffing away, man. I haven't been smoking a lot of cigars recently. I had some st- some stomach issues, so this is one of the first ones I've gotten to enjoy like relaxing. So I'm just I'm getting into it, man. I'm also, drank hard. a whole
3: pot of coffee before it came <laughs> on. Yeah,
0: um, but I think this is definitely has that a little more than the 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 regular sweetness. Now I'm, I'm so I'm assuming this is one of the ones. But in terms of flavor, it's it tastes like a brulee. You know, nice and smooth. Those typical great Connecticut flavors. Um, the construction is you know awesome. The draw is great. So it's definitely a solid brulee. But I think this might be one of the ones that he added a little something something to. But to it's not. It it's gets. not
3: crazy sweet though, right? It's there's no. it's bit, not. It's not so obnoxious. It's the... but I'm
0: a little bit a little bit on the lips. I'm getting though, like uh, how you like uh, remember those Nat Sherman like the Hobarts and the Hamptons. Or like a tobacco
3: special, kind of like that.
1: Did you lick the regular part of the cigar before you started going? Like just the. the... I licked the unregular part of it first. (laughs) I don't want to. The shaft. Yeah, I didn't (laughs) want to say shaft. I wanted to say something else. (laughs) I gave
3: it. We're all thinking (laughs) it. Even
0: worse, I gave it around the rim. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And yeah, it's. it's, I think there's definitely something there. Not. It's not crazy. It's not like obnoxiously like you know some kind of like totally infused nonsense. Uh, but I think there's definitely something on this well, one. Well, that
2: could just be the regular brulee. Yeah, who that's knows what I'm saying? That's I mean, why yeah. that's
0: why I'm
3: confused. If the regular one is also sweet tip, then it's not a competition. Exactly. Yeah. You
1: guys should have smoked the regular
4: one right before. Mm. All right, Randall McDandall,
2: uh, tell us about your double exclamation point. Mark.
4: Yes. So this is um, as as Nick mentioned. It's a Dunbarton. It's uh, perfectly constructed. The draw is excellent. The Ecuadorian wrapper is is smooth and uh, completely perfect. No blemishes. The uh, cigar is smoking excellently. uh, Nice and even. Um, The the flavors are that of uh, that I'm used to from Brule. You know, it does have a sweet character to it, uh, v- very nutty. It's a nice creaminess. Um, I, I'm, I'm, you know, since, uh, since we're going to indicate what we think uh, at this point already, I've never had to lick my lips to experience or to get rid of the sweetness like this, mm. uh, with a regular brulee. Um, it's not insanely sweet, but my initial, um, Assumption is that the triple actually uh, explanation that was my fault, Eric, uh, is, um, is a single sweet tipped. That's what I'm, that's, that's my bet. But you know what? But it's not distracting from the regular flavors of Brulee. I like it a lot. Um, I'm, I'm already, I think, mostly gotten most of that sweetness off. But the first several draws, I was definitely like licking my lips, <laughs> like I'd never have it while smoking. A I summer.
3: have to say, I have to say, if the F and the U aren't the regular ones, that's a real missed opportunity. Like mm. if those like aren't the normal.
2: Oh, That's gotta point,
1: be it, it, You just figured it out. I
0: well, when the When you code. were smoking the regular brulee, did you think it was sweet-tipped, or did you think like that the the fillers were like infused with, with something? Because from when I when I smoked the brulee, I didn't really think it was sweet-tipped. I just The smoke had more of a a little bit of a sweetness to it. I didn't necessarily think they put like a sugary gum on the wrapper. I thought it was more like if they did something, it was more of an an infused filler or something. This one definitely tastes like it's just on, like they put it on the wrapper.
2: All right, so Nick, here's the way I would say that. Like when I first started smoking the Brulee, the original Brulee, this was that last summer.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Last Last, fall.
2: uh, Yeah. Anyways. There there were some that I had that were to me there was clearly like some sort of sweetness yeah. on the actual tobacco like yeah. how, the, yeah. the the gum that they use you know or whatever and I could I could literally lick my lips and continue to taste that for quite some time however that being said there's been and I've bought several boxes of those since because I love that cigar mm-hmm. I love it it's one of my favorite so cigars but there has been other ones where I didn't Get that yep. at all? It definitely varies. It definitely varies. I think it has to be in like whatever glue they use to apply the
3: cap because you can lick the the shaft <laughs> and <laughs> and it doesn't. It's not sweet. Like on, right. even on the ones that you can taste the sweetness on the cap, those don't taste sweet at the other end. So I,
2: I don't know. And the crazy thing about all that was like there was all the instant like buzz about the sweetness of the cigar and everybody's talking this and that and the other thing. And so, I part of me wanted to 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 not like it because of that i don't yeah. even know why like people were just <laughs> cutting it down because of that i hate sweet tips. and then i had it and i was like oh man this is definitely a sweet tip cigar but then i had one like a couple days later and I, and then a couple days later after that and i was like i don't care what it is i love this yep. cigar it's so good you know it doesn't matter
0: you were the one who made me realize that because i had been i had smoked a couple of them and i didn't like i noticed it but i didn't really notice it notice it and then i was doing your show uh, like a month or so after and you're like hey, did, did you think that that was kind of like had a sweet tip? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I think it did.
2: <laughs> so, Randy, would you say that this, what he's doing with this sampler is like a gimmick?
4: Yeah, ab- absolutely. I think, um, but you know what? I, I, I love it. You, you know, anyone that uh, watches Flavor OD or have, has seen me on here, you know, I'm big into educational experiences with Flavor. And so that he did this as a vertical um, you know, I, I I told you guys, you you told me that it was sweet tipped originally. I had never smoked a sweet tip cigar in my life, and so I I didn't know what to even look for. And so I'm really excited about going through these cigars and getting a better sense um, because there is a sweet character to it. And Steve acknowledges that, you know, that's why he named it Brulee because he found a way to like give a natural tobacco sweetness to it. Um, so I never I never bought into the whole sweet tip notion. You guys were all so positive. I didn't really wanna like uh go against you necessarily but I never felt like it was uh lick your lips sweet like uh like Jordan has described and like you just described and like I'm experiencing right now. And so um again like you Eric, it's one of my favorite uh Connecticut cigars period. And um and so I don't I don't really see that. But but the gimmick of it of course but it but it wasn't a planned gimmick, you know I mean he got hit in the mouth by everybody accusing him of sweet tipping this thing and and i think i thought it was awesome you know and people have called him out to his face on on, in interviews and and whatnot and um and so i really give him a ton of credit because it was a really smart way to respond to such an overwhelming uh, you know uh kind of kind of universal belief that that's what he's doing so, to come out with this, you know, it does follow with with his kind of snarky uh, personality and humor in general. So, I, I really do enjoy the. Now, uh,
1: what makes you say it was not planned?
4: Well, That but would so, be even more genius. That would, yeah, that so, would, yeah, yeah. That brilliant would, marketing. I, I don't, to say it yeah, was not Simpson planned. Level <laughs> to say it was
1: not planned, assumes it, it that pre-assumes that it is not a sweetened tip.
4: Well, no, even if you. If have it is a sweetened, sweetened tip. You, if then, he, then sweet- he could
1: obviously anticipate the reaction to a cigar not built as a sweetened tip that has one.
4: I don't know. Could you really anticipate the like the the overall uh, you know way that this has been? Of course, been? It's,
0: it's the most subliminal. He, I, I guarantee, if he planned it, he told his rollers like, "Listen, every." fifth cigar <laughs> because if if he just did it for all of them people would be like all right this is definitely something wrong but to do it every fifth one it's like eh, is something going on like, i'm not i'm not sure and that's what, what started the uproar i genius from a market as a marketing guy it was absolutely genius that so reminds me
3: of that uh you remember the casada heisenberg like where the blend would, mm-hmm. cha- would change like within the box it would be a different blend depending on which cigar you smoke. it's kind of like yeah I was kind of was kind, of a, kind of a gimmick of it, of but yeah, yeah some were good, some weren't it was interesting
2: Emmett, what do you what do you think of uh just gimmick cigars in general gimmicky branding and that kind of stuff
3: I like it I mean I think there's good gimmicks and bad gimmicks um i I'm, I'm a sucker for a good one i think um if it gets me to buy it uh I don't know i i I appreciate when it works like as a marketing professional myself, I'm like, man, I wish I'd thought of that like right. yeah like like this it was genius like yeah, like
1: when the gimmick is a little more tobacco related, like yeah. this. Yeah, it yeah. has to do with the smoking experience.
2: What do you what do you what do you think, Nick? What are your thoughts on uh, sort of like gim- gimmicky sort of marketing or or you know brand releases?
0: I I love it. I mean, listen, the, it it comes down to two things: is the theme and everything cool, and is the cigar good? Those two don't have to be like related. It doesn't have to like oh the blend is somehow reminiscent of the theme and everything. You can call, you know, a nonsense, whatever cigar and have a good, you know, still a good blend. And I'm all for it. Look at all the the crazy cool stuff. Look at all the cool stuff you guys do the psychedelic turtle and and all that. Like, I don't, it doesn't have to make sense. It's awesome. The packaging was great. And underneath, you had an amazing cigar. I think whatever you can do to, to bring a little more awareness to your brand and, you know, more eye catching on the shelves, go for it. But at the end of the day, People are going to call you out if you do a gimmick, and then you got garbage underneath there. So totally, You got to make sure you're backing totally. it up with, with a solid cigar.
3: It Has to be a good cigar, like like Marie's, yeah. They do some like the finger, Chinese finger trap, but that's a really good cigar underneath. Yeah, like, yeah. It's got to, Yeah, you're right. It's got to be backed up by the. That's by actually the cigar.
1: one of my favorite Lazona cigars. Yeah, that's delicious. Now, okay, so that's,
2: just throwing, just just throwing on some. Uh, Little jean shorts on a on a well. cigar as a band. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's the Let's bad go. kind well, of gimmick. Well, that's right.
1: can, uh, Chat Chat asked uh, for some good ones and some bad ones, and that that is like the quintessential yeah. bad one.
3: <laughs> just
2: something you picked up from Charming Charlie's or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, if you're gonna do a gimmick, just just don't even jack around. Just, just call it uh, the gimmick. Just own, it. Just, own yeah, it. Call it the gimmick. Yeah. A week from today, people, this bad boy hits the shelves. It's gonna be fun. I don't want to talk about that tonight, but just letting you know. It's a See, week that's from, that's week great. Get your that's popcorn great. ready.
0: If I was making a cigar, I'd make a bomb ass cigar and I'd put it in like a ridiculous box and call it like nonsense cigar. Like <laughs> I would just call it some ridiculous thing, but with a, with a good blend behind it, people are gonna go crazy for that,
4: and that's that's what you want. <laughs> you. the gimmick. It's genius, Randall. See, but is that is that a gimmick? See, that was that was my my question because the the term itself has a negative connotation. I agree so, to, that, yeah. so, so to me, when you use the the phrase, you know, gimmick, to me that means it's a it's an eye roll at best, and and that it's not this genius marketing hook. I would call that uh, a smart marketing, a campaign, a a hook. Uh, you, you know, this, if only this, there was a, a short a word term. to describe. No, that. you <laughs> just said like you
1: a few sentences ago. You just said that the STFU was a gimmick, and it was also brilliant.
3: Mm. Roll the tape back.
1: (laughs) Rewind,
2: guys. Where's where's our instant replay? Am Uh, I wrong? I
0: I think I think I think what people call a gimmick in this industry is when it's not your traditional, like you know, casa de whatever or (laughs) flor de la, you know, when when it has some kind of like more fun to it or more you know Mm. interesting or or. You know, very marketing esque. Uh, I think people just kind of call that a gimmick, um, but I agree with them. I, I think that it does have a negative connotation, uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're always bad. Um, I mean, right. actually, hardly any of them
2: are. Now, now, Randy, in the beer industry, it's filled with gimmicks.
4: Filled. Sure, that's I mean, all there is. That's uh, it's like, so... like putting it in a Slurpee machine. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean. genius. That, 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 that could taste good. Uh, no, the. Um, Again, I to me if it's a if it's a smart move, it's a, if it's a good branding. The the Chinese finger trap is a great example. Uh, universally loved blend, great cigar. Um, it was and I to me that's not a gimmick. That's just a really good marketing mm. angle or marketing hook. Um, if you can get somebody to talk about your brand and be interested in trying your brand, regardless of the product, I mean, that's, that's what we all do. And everyone on this dang panel is in marketing and that's what we all try and do. It doesn't matter how good of a product you have. If you don't market it well, people won't find out about it. Won't find out what a great product you you had. So to me, I do have like, so, so I, 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 call this a gimmick because he's He's pandering to this belief system and he's doing the sweet and double sweet so it's it's a little bit more of a you know tongue in cheek kind kind of hook you type deal but um I, yeah i i don't know i to me a gimmick is, if i call something a gimmick, it probably means that i'm i'm rolling my eyes at it more <laughs> than i'm enjoying and recommending it to people
1: I don't think it has to be negative i think you just no. you are just in your opinion it's negative
4: right. Right, you're right. Just um, my perception.
1: Right, and so if it, it might, if it's a brilliant marketing thing, it can also be a gimmick. Those two things can both be true.
2: Mm. All right, we've got one minute, boys. So take right. take your last uh, take your last bits of this cigar, and then at the 25 minute mark, uh, we got to put them down. We'll take a commercial break, and then we'll get your rating on this particular cigar. So we're at the 50 second mark. Here we go, boys. Get a get a get a final a final bit of what you've got going on.
1: Look at this! Uh, I haven't even tapped the ash. Thing is a beast.
2: Neither have I. Let's see it. Those brulees always burn amazing.
1: Oh yeah. All
2: right. If you guys are watching on Facebook, if you're if you're trying a, a cigar tonight for the first time, let us know and let us know what your first impression was, or let us know what you thought of any of these that we're trying right now, because we'd be interested to see if we're close to what you guys think on these as well. So um, that's the fun of it. Ten seconds, boys. Here oh! we go. The final, Ooh, the final draw for the me. final count final draw. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. All right. That's it. Beep, beep, beep. Put it down. Beep, beep. Cigars down, boys. Cigars down. Meep. Beep, Pencils beep. down. That's it. Pencils down. The test is over. Folks, right. this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, including the brand-new exclusive Romeo E Julieta Passione. How did I do on that one? Pretty good, pretty okay. good. Don't forget to check out their social media pages, including YouTube, where they feature cigar reviews, interviews, and their famous weekly top five videos. They're hilarious, by the way. Uh, check out JR Cigars for all of your premium cigar needs. All right, so we are going to go through the list. We'll go. This will be the order. We'll go Nick, Emmett, Randy, Jordan, and myself. Emmett, fr- on a scale of 1 to 100, how is your first impression of the Oliveros, Connecticut? What would you give it as a first impression?
3: I'm going to give it a 91. Oh. It's pretty good. 91? Like, yeah, oh,
1: dang. The spice, Emmett coming out strong.
3: The spice kind of toned down, and that it ended up tasting like French bread and caramel. Like It was really good. Wow. And it put off a ton of smoke. Um no construction problems. It was great. I, it was really good. I'm, I'm kind of sad I had to put it down.
2: Now, in your scale, in your mind, mm-hmm. uh, what would be, like, I mean, you can't say 100. Like, what's, like, like the greatest cigar you've ever smoked? What would you give that?
3: Ooh, Probably, like, a 97 is probably the best I've a- ever had. Okay.
2: And now, where, where on the scale, when you start to work backwards from that, Th- is the cigar where you pr- maybe wouldn't recommend? Like, what number Ooh. would it be where okay? Like, I wouldn't recommend this cigar.
3: I would say anything ninety or above, you should try it. Uh, like ninety-two or above, you uh, you should just buy a box. Um, but I'd say below like an eighty-eight is probably a maybe. Mm. Maybe you like it, maybe you won't. And if it's like a like a eighty-six, eighty-five, don't bother. Okay. Mm.
2: That's a tough that's a that's a high scale. I, yeah. I, I'd yeah. say I'd say you get into the 84 and below, but that's just me. Um all right, let's go to what I oh I said uh, I I put the wrong order. Uh Nick, how was your um STFU F and what would you give it on the scale of 1 to 100? This is tough. So
0: uh, it was fantastic. Um it's definitely, you know, your standard brulee in terms of its construction and the tobacco flavors you get from it, but it was definitely sweet tipped. So what what would be like a ninety one is going to be an eighty eight because I'm, I'm still mm. tasting. I'm still tasting. It, it, huh? it was definitely yeah. It was, it was. I'm still tasting it on my lips. Wow. But eighty eight for a a sweet tipped cigar is in my mind very
2: high. Now like three, now ooh. would you say Nick that uh, the sweet uh, if you knew a cigar was sweet tipped like right off the bat like is that an instant uh downer for you? Because uh, some people, I mean, that's that's a, a style that's been around forever, you know, Baccarat and whatnot. Like, uh, a sweet tip doesn't it's necessarily kind of thing, mean actually. that it's, you know, a negative thing, right?
0: No, listen, there are certain times where, not that I'll necessarily gravitate to a sweet tip, but if I'm, like, at, you know, a barbecue all day long and I just want to have a good time, I'm drinking, you know, beers. it's hot in the summer... Like uh, those, I used to buy those those Nat Sherman Hobarts and Hamptons. I used to buy them by the box, and because those, you know, you can have four or five of those at a at an afternoon hangout, and mm-hmm. you know, nice and mellow and smooth and creamy, and then that a little bit of sweetness. I think there's
3: a time for them, absolutely. It does um, kind of it kind of resets your palate. Like like mm-hmm. if you've yeah. been smoking all day, you're right, yeah, totally. It, if you've been smoking strong cigars, it'll kind of hit the reset. Go button. for a sweet Jane,
1: yeah, you know,
4: something sure. like that every once in a while. Yeah, I I
2: agree. I like that. All right, Randall, uh, what did you think of your? Uh, Selection uh, double exclamation mark.
4: Well, it's funny. Uh, I think Nick and I are right on the same page that I, I would say a, a standard um, brulee. I'd probably put about it at a ninety-one. Um, and well, I, I think I unfortunately used the same term. And said the sweetness didn't. Um, d- it didn't detract from the other flavors, but those first few draws where I just like couldn't get past the sweetness on my lip, lips. It did distract me from paying attention. Attention to the flavors in the cigars because it was kind of throwing me off a little bit. Um, I'm not going to uh, dock it nearly as much. I'm going to say that uh, without the sweetness, I would have said 91. I'm going to give this a 90. Hmm. Oh, 90? so pretty high from from Randy So Maybe on you me. just got
2: the single
1: sweet tip and he got the double. Mm.
4: Maybe, maybe, maybe. I I I, maybe. I I I didn't I didn't feel that it was so sweet that it was the double sweet. I expect to find something sweeter in this pack. Um, But uh, but but it was a conversation that we had, uh, you know, uh, Robbie Raz uh, uh, reviewed this originally for Dojo. And it was a big conversation that I asked, like, okay, so even if it is sweet, how many points are you actually docking for that sweetness? Um, For me, it's uh, it's not worth taking more than one point away um, for the distracting, uh, you know, element in the beginning that I wasn't able to fully enjoy this yarn to like settle into the uh, flavors of the of the bunch and, and the blend. But uh, I I, th- I thought it was exceptional either way.
3: Now, I know if one of those turns out to be the regular one, Steve Sox is going to want those points back.
4: <laughs> 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 He's going to call Man. you out for sure. Oh, you're right. He totally will. And if I and if I may, I, I'm more with you, Eric. I would say um, at 85, I still might say, yeah, you might want to give it a try. Um, Depends, yeah, uh, if, it, uh, if the price is right, like, why not? Sure. Yeah. Sure. No, no, you're somewhere. right. If, if, if other things uh, uh, m- kind of average out to... To be a good purchase, that's a good point, Jordan. Um, But uh, but yeah, for me, a ninety is still an exceptional cigar. I'd like to have boxes of regularly. Just because of what Emmett just
0: said about Steve watching this, uh, I want (laughs) to change my score to a (laughs) (laughs) ninety-eight.
1: Yep, I think it was. That's the right call. Uh, Yeah. (laughs)
2: All right, Jordan, how was your uh, EPC uh, pledge?
1: Guys, this thing was. Phenomenal. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow, Jordan. It, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm only an inch and a half, two inches in. Um, it tastes like, uh, you know, you go to, like, Trader Joe's or something, and you get these, like, yogurt-coated raisin balls. You guys oh, know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's cool. exactly what it tastes like. Okay. And the, t- the the texture was out of this world. Velvety construction is great. It's uh, straight burn. Ash is still on there. Great.
2: Wow, coming from Jordan, that's a pretty glowing high praise. So, what's your score? Oh, Drum Roll.
1: I got, I got two score. <laughs> I'm gonna go ninety-two. Oh Ooh, my goodness! All right.
2: Wow, ninety-two from Jordan is a phenomenal score. That's that's up there. That's, that's a tough critic. Yeah,
1: guys, I'm telling you. Yeah. All right. and, and I have to. Uh, I should preface. Did not I wasn't the biggest fan of the La Historia, and, and the encore I liked even less. Hmm. I've not been a fan of like the line. they hmm. they you know they're okay.
2: So this to I'm you. I'm excited to try the pledge. Yeah. So Jordan, this to you is a uh, a bit of a a bit of an eye opener. This first impression. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah. All right. And it actually kind of has that same sort of like with the T52 and the um, Foundation CT142. I always get like this. You know when you got a Tootsie Pop with the with the the candy in the center, like right when you're. Or, or, no, it's chocolate in the center. Like, right when you're, you yeah, still have yeah. the candy on the outside, but you can, you can tell that chocolate's coming through underneath. Mm. That's kind of like the, all the right, Charlie flop.
2: Minato. Yeah, gee, he's, uh, he's I, I, sometimes, It's <laughs> a lot of candy. I
1: don't always get super specific, but it has that.
2: <laughs> all right, I'll, I'm going to rate my CAO. Now, <clears throat> unfortunately, um, after the first maybe quarter inch of this, started to get a little bit of, just a tad bit of like, uh, almost a, uh, unpleasant gasoline Ooh. sort of. <laughs> That's flavor. not what you want to hear. Um, <laughs> gasoline. And it didn't burn very well. The first, the very first bit of it was really good. Yeah. And then after that, I was very disappointed. Now remember, this is just first impressions. Uh, this could totally change. And we have had these for a while, so it's not, it's not wet or fresh. But I'd have to give it an eighty. Four. that's pretty harsh.
1: I have had one of those, and I, I'm kind of on the same page. Yeah.
2: I just, I, I, wanted to like it, and I it initially I was like, wow, okay, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna like this one. But then I got a little bit in, and it just kind of petered out and got kind of strange. You know? On me. <laughs> so.
1: And they're they're not too expensive, are they?
2: No, I don't think
3: so. No, it's, and hey, that, that's horrible. another gimmicky kind of cigar there, too. I and mean it comes with, like with a the dice, dice box right, yeah. and all that. Yeah, I'd say that firmly is, but maybe itself into some type of gimmick. Yeah, maybe a case where the, it is not backed up by the right. quality of right. the cigar. All
2: right, now now we know, boys, on this round two, we got one more round to go. You cannot rate this next cigar the exact same as you did before. One has to be better than the other, and so that is the rule. Emmett, you'll be going with the Aladino? Yes. The Cameroon. Cameroon. In a Lonsdale, Lonsdale. format. Um... Nick will be going with the Drew Estate Nightshade, which is an exclusive to JR Cigars. And uh, Randall will be going with the Agonorsa Leaf Anniversary 109 Maduro. Jordan will have also the Aladino Cameroon, but Jordan, what's the size of a. It's
1: a Robusto. It's a Robusto.
2: and I'm going to be going with the, oh, don't cut it and light it yet. Hey, jeez, I light it. I cheater. It. Jeez. I'm going with the. It. It's the, precious time. My father, uh, Fonseca. So uh, I'm excited to try this. Jordan, are we ready for round two? Should we start the clock?
1: There's the clock. Sorry. I'm going to hit play. Jump again. Here gun. we go. Boom. All right. I'll take, light,
3: cut, light, go. I'll take 10 seconds for myself because I <laughs> cut it
1: early. I apologize <laughs>
3: to the whole group. It's all
1: right. That's like three puffs, what? Emmett. What? All right.
3: Can, all I, light, can I light it now? Yourself. All right. Here we go. Uh,
1: integrity.
0: Yes. I got to say, this, we, they use a Connecticut Habana wrapper on this. It's very reminiscent of uh, what they use on the T52. Like, same kind of color structure and, and
2: texture to this wrapper. Very excited for this bad boy. All right. So, uh, uh, Randy, what do you think of the look and feel and construction of your
4: anniversario? Or your, uh... Yeah, yeah anniversario. That's correct. Um, this is gorgeous. It is a. Um, it is a perfecto. Uh, they call it the Cuban 109 head. That's that more rounded, rather than the the kind of pointy head of a traditional perfecto. The um, it has a closed foot, and this um, uh, unique wrapper is unique. <laughs> is is New part York. of the leaf. um Release of cigars that uses the shade-grown Maduro, and it has this beautifully splotchy kind of dark patches throughout. Uh, so it a- almost looks like a an old piece of parchment paper. It almost looks like a, a dark version of the Constitution of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> wow! Yeah, and, and then it's box pressed, uh, and and it's uh, it's it, it's one of those ones that kind of has a oh, it's box a, pressed a song- too. It's box pressed, uh, Cuban head, closed foot. I mean, they they threw out every uh, every <laughs> every trick uh, in the book <laughs> embellishment that you can in rolling a cigar against this thing. Um, obviously, very clearly, visually, uh, a triple cap as well. Um, so absolutely gorgeous uh, presentation here. Uh, really looking forward to this one as well.
2: All right, Jordan, uh, talk a little bit about the Aladino Cameroon, and uh, Emmett will also talk about that one.
1: Obviously. Well, not obviously maybe for you guys that don't know, but Aladino is one of my top favorite go-to cigars out there. If I'm gonna buy a box, it's usually an Aladino. Um, so super cool to see a Cameroon uh, grown in Honduras, and it's got the same corojo interior as the regular Aladino. Uh, thing looks amazing. Uh, it's got a couple, of, you know, it's got a couple of medium veins there. The seams look really nice. Um, I mean, overall, this seems like a really well-put-together cigar. I uh, haven't really got a, a taste for it yet, but let's see what Emmett has, has to say. What do you think,
3: Emmett? Yeah, so far, uh, the first few puffs were exactly what I was hoping it would be, that kind of spiciness of the Cameroon wrapper that you look forward to. Um, that's all I really have flavor-wise so far. But, yeah, the appearance is kind of interesting. Like, it's not it's not your typical Cameroon... Like they usually look kind of rough with the wrapper, but this is really evenly colored and You're right. it's still a little toothy, but it's not like your typical It's not very toothy. Yeah. It's 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 interesting. Um definitely feels well constructed, it's burning well. And that, that spice right away is really
1: good.
2: I do like what they did with the band on that. They you know? do yeah, tremendous
1: they do phenomenal bands. I like phenomenal. it. It looks it good looks phenomenal. Band.
2: It looks exactly like what I would want it to do. Now, I have to say, I talk I took a lot of crap last week, Jordan, because I had one and the draw was horrific. <laughs> the Cameroon? The Cameroon, yeah. And I could barely smoke yeah. it. The, the flavor was fantastic. You had the Toro, right? Um I thought it was, I thought it was the Robusto, but okay. I can't remember. <clears throat> Anyways, it was either the Robusto or the or the Toro. And people were like, oh, why would you call out a brand like that? And I'm yeah. like, I'm not calling out this brand. I love this brand. Like, I literally love Aladino. It's one of my go-to brands that i like almost more than anything yeah you got flamed a little but bit but sometimes a cigar yeah. has a bad draw <laughs> you what don't do you, have to like you know what do you want me to say jump
1: over the moon for every cigar you smoke i, I,
2: I gotta be honest right all right i'm having this uh new fonseca from my father mm-hmm. <clears throat> shade grown corojo it it looks gorgeous it looks like it it looks like a typical my father really like we were saying earlier other than the f in the middle there um the construction looks fantastic. Uh, no, no weird bumpy spots or anything like that. Smells great. Earlier today, when me and Jordan opened this pack of cigars, we both said it smells exactly like what you remember cigars smelling like when you first started smoking Ooh. cigars. You know? Like every,
1: you thought every cigar just smelled. Like I that? thought every like cigar, when you walked by someone that was yeah, smoking a good cigar exactly and you were like, mm, like it just
2: had that that old school like smell of a. A good premium cigar. Smell
1: like cookie dough. Chocolate chip cookie yeah, dough. Do yeah, chocolate
2: mean? chip cookie dough, that kind of thing. So um super excited to get into this. We'll see how it develops. We're at the twenty minute mark. That's five minutes in already. It goes fast, boys. Uh, Nick, the nightshade is a exclusive JR cigars. Tell us about it.
0: Yeah, so um it is made exclusively for us. Um we did pre-orders over the summer. It just launched about a month or so ago. That's when we got our first ones up on the website. A real heavy, meaty smoke. Um, Obviously, you know, but a name and everything, you know, it's going to have a darker uh, Connecticut Habano wrapper, uh, Indonesian binder, and then a blend of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos on that. Uh, Like I said, so far, first of all, construction is great. I don't know if you can see, see my ash, but nice, nice ash on that. Solid, no, no flaking. Burn line is good. Um, But it has that signature thing that I love that Drew Estate has a lot when it has a really oily wrapper and you can kind of see the oils burning off like right above the burn line. Um, Usually the problem I have with that sometimes is that an oily cigar is kind of hard to keep lit and keep lit evenly because of how kind of moist it is. But this is burning fantastic. Nice big draw and a lot of a, a good mix of flavor, some chocolate in there, a little pepper and some zest to it, a little cinnamon. Is but very full flavored and definitely on that on that full bodied uh, full bodied line there. But
2: so far, very very good.
4: All right, uh, Randy, how is your Aganor Leaf going? Uh, well, I'll tell you, this is um, I haven't smoked a ton of these proprietary blend wrapped cigars yet, uh, but it is. I don't think I mentioned it, it is Kuroho. so I, I was I went in looking for. Uh, some of that, like, classic silly sweet Kuroho character. Um, I don't really get it. Not the way that, that we get from so many of their um, their blends. But, I mean, cocoa and espresso all day. Like, it has a very, like, uh, a very a depth of, of dark richness to it that I'm finding very, very, um, very, very flavorful. Very, very enjoyable. It's got a nice pepper to it, like a... Uh, n- not too heavy of a black pepper, but but just the right kind of like that little sting that you get in the retrohale. Um, I'm enjoying this quite a bit so far. All right.
2: Uh, Emmett, uh, you know, we've gone through lots of things like this. We've gone through the whole San Andreas Maduro craze. We've gone through, yeah. obviously, uh, the uh, Connecticut kind of amped, took, up. amped mm-hmm. up. Connecticut took a, a return, and it seems like maybe the last year has been like, a little bit of a mini golden age for Cameroon. Yeah, a mm-hmm. uh, bunch of interesting Cameroon releases with the Baka and the War Zone, uh, and here we have the Aladino. What are your initial thoughts of the Aladino Cameroon?
3: Uh, it's really good. I I'm hard struggling to find anything wrong with it. The burn is maybe a a little wavy, but flavor wise, just phenomenal. Ooh. Hey, um, let me find that. It's got that. S- <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> there you. it is. I was hoping to be faster with it. Ah, um, sorry. No, the spice is exactly what I want from a from a Cameroon. It's like it's like a little red pepper, a little like baking spices, and then maybe kind of an underlying leather flavor at the moment. But it's just it's
2: really good. So I think. Far. Wouldn't you say like like a really good Cameroon should have a. Uh, some natural sweetness to it. There's just like a like that natural. Yeah, I'm not really getting
3: sweetness. that that sweetness yet. I don't okay. know about you, Jordan, but I. Yeah, you're right. Though I, typically you think of Cameroon as, as being spicy and sweet, but I'm am getting the spice, which is really good, but I haven't gotten that kind of sweetness yet.
1: Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Uh, it's it's very classic Cameroon. Uh, it's medium to medium light body. Um, it's got like like Emmett said, red pepper is the thing you'd notice most. Uh, cabinet spices. And it does kind of have a little bit of like that uh, Aladino like sourdough bread in the background, mm-hmm. which kind of like adds its own little uh, thing, you know, uniqueness to it. Uh, but yeah, there's not really, not really that sweetness.
3: Is yours putting off a lot of smoke, mine is?
1: Uh, mine's it's probably medium. Yeah, and now medium light. Yeah, and it's not that much actually.
2: Honduran grown Cameroon. It's interesting. That's interesting, like, right? Can you, can you still call it Cameroon
3: at that point? Like, well, yeah, uh, I It's, guess, it's sure. more, it's more Sumatra at that well, point. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> like, the Cameroon is what is where it's grown. Well, yeah, but
1: if it spends enough time in Cameroon, and then yeah, it just a, becomes Cameroon. It's a philosophical
3: discussion there. Kind of right? like Connecticut Shade, you know. Right, right. Just right. Well, hanging out there
1: long enough.
0: It's a really cool thing a lot of companies are doing. Like, you know, uh, AJ and, and a few other companies are doing this. Uh, like Nicaraguan Broadleaf, there's Broadleaf in Pennsylvania now. They're taking kind of these these signature tobaccos that there's just never enough of, and they're just growing it somewhere else and honestly, except for the fact that it's the same seed variety, but like you're, you're it's going to be pretty different, you know what I mean like Habano yeah. from Ecuador versus Nicaragua are, are very different, right so I guess they're just kind of going for the name recognition. Well, and I think it's I,
1: also different it, like if they had just grabbed a Sumatra seed and brought it to Honduras, I think it would be different than taking the Cameroon seed. And bringing right. To yeah, it's gone through those it's gone. generations. It's of changed a little bit. Evolution. Yeah.
0: yeah. But I'll be interested to taste that, because uh, you say it's it's not that it doesn't have that signature sweet. So it's more like a like a Hemingway than really like a like a Baca. Is that what you're kind of?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a valid comparison. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, I will uh, uh, talk about my Fonseca a little bit. When I very very first lit it up, my first impression wasn't good. Mm. That is really funny that you said that because I had the exact same experience. It just wasn't good. I thought, you know what? There's almost no flavor to this yep. whatsoever. But as you guys were talking and going through your your uh, cigars, I got into sort of the half-inch mark, mm-hmm. and now it's starting to come around. That's so funny. And now I'm getting a, a really nice like, cabinet spice, like baker's spice with some sweetness, maybe a little cinnamon. I do taste the cedar, um, and this was this did have a cedar uh, sleeve by the way just yeah. so you all know, um, so in the span of a quarter inch of of trying this cigar, the first impression for me has already changed, which is good. Yep. i and and I and, and it should be noted that we did just get these uh, yeah, right. these ones. Uh, oh. We were excited to get them um, at the very last second, so. So it could be that. But maybe. that's all part of it, right? That's all dang, part of it. Dang. That's why first impressions are first. I mean, impressions. normally these
1: things are coming straight from IPCPR, yeah. right?
2: So I am, um, I am now. I'm super intrigued to see where this will go from here. What do you guys think, just in general, <coughs> about the Fonseca brand being bought by my father? Mm-hmm. Do you think that was a, is that a good move? An interesting move? Is there? I mean, it was kind of strange. Like I in, liked yeah. it. It seemed to be going along just fine for Quesada, and then boom. I
3: don't know. I'm kind of indifferent, I guess. Interesting choice, I guess. But I didn't didn't think it was a brand that really needed revitalized, because they had already kind of revitalized it a little bit uh, at Quesada. But... I ended up really liking that cigar. I, I had. It's funny. I was texting Zane when I was smoking it. We were working on a review together, and I was like, "Man, this thing is not great." Mm. And then by the end, I was like, "You got I'm gonna send you some of these. They're great." Like, I, really? Yeah. It's funny huh. that you had the same experience I did.
2: Okay. So, um, so that is interesting. Um, something to note for them. I don't know if yeah. it makes a difference or not, but and it looks like the same size too. So maybe it's specific to that the
3: Toro size.
2: Yeah, and th- these aren't. I think the Toro is like eleven dollars or somewhere in that range. So they're not. They're definitely not expensive, but it it looks like it would be a, a more expensive cigar. So it's in nowadays. Well, that's a good question, I want to ask all of you guys this: uh, Nick, Randy, Emmett, what do you guys consider an expensive cigar? Like, if I said Ooh. to you, uh, I, I want tonight, I want to go buy. Let's go get some expensive cigar, boys. Where where along the spectrum of price uh, would you say expensive starts?
4: Sixteen dollars.
2: Sixteen dollars. It's very specific. Randy was just right up. Boom. He just, he yeah. I would say I, I, fifteen, well, but uh, I'm surprised there, you didn't there, put a sense there, on there.
4: <laughs> well, I almost <laughs> sixteen. Ah, you and, had it in your mind. No, no, the, the the two cigars that um, because the the numero uno is right around sixteen fifty. Oh, so good. Uh, and and that's one of those ones that I'm just like, you know what? I love that cigar. I even like it so much better as a Churchill, by the way. But um, but at sixteen fifty i can't smoke those all day every day uh the the one sixteen dollar cigar that i splurge quite a bit on is um about several boxes of those h up in 175th that was really really good but 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 by by the time i get over sixteen dollars i start comparing it to some of those what i for my palate what i consider kind of an upper Mm. echelon cigar and then so at that point, I start comparing it of, uh, against other cigars that are anywhere between 16 and 20. Um, so if you're if you if you're a darker cigar and you're going head to head price wise with, with a 1926 uh, number two, you might be in trouble. I might not buy you. Mm. All, right. <laughs> All right, so 16 dollars
2: for Randy. What do you think, Nick? Like uh, you and your buddies, you're gonna you're gonna have a night out on the town. and You're like, let's get some expensive cigars. Like, what does that mean to you?
0: First of all, Eric, you should know better about people like, oh, let's go get some expensive cigars. It doesn't, it doesn't matter the price, especially if you're buying at jrcigars.com, who has the best prices. Um, but honestly, I have, to, I have to agree with Randy. I think 16 is just that kind of magic number. Like, if I see a new, uh, a new whatever, a new foundation or a new Agonorsa, and it says $12, I kind of don't bat an eye. I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds like that's a price of a, of a, right. of a really good smoke. Yeah. You hit $16, i am like, all right, this is going to be interesting, especially when it's from a brand like the H. Upman that doesn't have anything close to that price range. You're like, all right, then they're either trying to pull the wool over our eyes or they have something really special here. And a lot of times it turns out like, oh, that's their – I mean, look at uh, look at um, S- Steve. A lot of his stuff, I mean, they're they're up there in price, but the Sin Compromiso is that 17 $18 price, and I think that's probably my favorite cigar by him. Yeah. Um So sometimes you know, but like, I would definitely say sixteen, seventeen is is where like, all right, now I really gotta pay attention to this thing and see if it's worth it.
2: Did Nick and Randy just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Can get, can you guys just do a little high five. Uh, Emmett, what what would you say? Emmett is your uh, expensive sort of threshold.
3: Um, maybe it's snobby, but probably more like twenty bucks for me. I would say like, I'll smoke awesome a thin uh, comfort me. So on a on a weeknight, I don't care. I love it. I love those or miso, but I'll, I'll smoke it. But if it's more than 20 bucks, I'll, That's probably more like your your limited edition kind of Baller. stuff for a special occasion, I would say. We
1: have to uh, it should be known that Emmett has Cuban debit <laughs> That is true. That's you special. don't want to know what those. Like, are. Who are you? <laughs> Jeez, <man.
3: laughs> but on the other end, I would say like anything under 10 bucks, I would consider like a good bargain. Okay. I don't know if that if so that your, your it Range is 10 to 20. Yeah,
2: I would say. All right, Jordan, what do you what do you think about that? 15. 15. <laughs> I, I think that you guys are all pretty close. I mean, <clears throat> Emmett's a little bit more of a baller than me. Uh, I'd say the $15, 16 is expensive. What about, uh, Jordan, if, if somebody said, this is a good cheap cigar, like how much should that cost if it was a cheap cigar?
1: Cheap? Six and under. Yeah, that's what I would have said,
2: yeah. What about you boys, uh, Nick, Randy, cheap cigar?
1: I don't like the word cheap I like
0: affordable I like budget these are, these are, these are, these are my buzzwords uh, yeah I would say like five to six uh, yeah five to six I mean you know I it, it's changed from my days you know working in the store where like eight nine you, you, you show me a ten dollar cigar ten years ago and I'm like this thing better be you know made out of gold yeah but now you're yeah, like yeah five five six is like you know like this is a nice affordable. Like whatever. What do those Fratello bundles go for? Those are probably like five. This bucks. like three those bucks. Three bucks. Yeah. Are, are they? Like Two oh, ninety
1: something like that. And they do taste like it.
4: <laughs> oh, wow. That's what I heard. Shots fired.
0: Uh, but yeah, something like in the in the five to six range. Like yeah, this is I w- again. I wouldn't use the word cheap, but yeah, this is like an affordable everyday. You know, m- mowing the lawn cigars is what I call them.
2: Do you concur with that, Randy?
4: Well, me and Nick are going to need to like g- get an apartment. <laughs> actually, <yeah. laughs> I Bunk also beds. we're like cheap. Uh, well, there's just so much more room for activities in it. come on uh, the um, it's so bad <laughs> uh, yeah I, I use inexpensive would would be my my preferred term and and I'm a box buyer and I'm a, a haunt in in the auction sites. and so I find that I can find a lot of great cigars at MSRP for uh, eight to twelve dollars in the five to six range yeah and uh, and I feel like I'm you know, uh, Gypsy King, you know, getting a, a, a ransom by doing it like that. So uh yeah, if I can get a, a good quality premium cigar for five or six dollars, I feel like that's a very, very um reasonable entry point.
1: On this topic, I feel like I have to mention I reviewed the Perdomo tenth anniversary, the new tenth anniversary of Maduro today. It's eight the Toro, it's eight seventy five. Is this is such an incredible value, I can't even yeah. tell you guys. Like if this if they came out with a cigar ten years ago at that price, I would have said that's a good, you know, like that's it's, it's still a good value. It's it's insane.
0: Yeah, yeah that was makes a... a great example because I think yeah. the only thing he has in that upper price range is like the Edition de Silvio. I think is the only thing he has in that fifteen to sixty. All this stuff I think is in the, the eight to ten dollar range. Yeah, that's right.
2: that's what gets that vertical integration. Yep, gets eh. that for you. I mean, when when a company comes around and they have a cigar that's. Thirty-seven dollars, and it, and you see it like this: the press release is th- going to be a thirty-seven dollars cigar. Right. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Do you think, wow, that's going to be freaking good, or do you think, oh come on, like that's that's pushing that's pushing a boundary that it seems a bit unrealistic?
3: Thirty-seven is pretty high. It would have to be something pretty special. That was just a number that came <laughs> to my mind. Like,
2: think of like a very yeah, high price. No, I, I know what
3: you're saying. Like it depends on the company, I guess. Like right. there's there's certain companies that I would trust you know, like. 25 30 bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. It's gonna be great. Um, give me a a company Davidoff. I I would trust a Davidoff with just about any price range that's gonna be worth what you pay for it. Um, trying to think what other one of the
1: best cigars I ever smoked was that Davidoff Diademus Venus 50th anniversary. Yes, $35 cigar. It's worth it.
3: So good. Yeah, I'd say it depends on on the company. Yeah, Yeah. okay. You smoked the Royale. Yes, that oh, those, are like, those are like those like eighty bucks something like that.
0: Uh, Ninety for one size and a yeah. hundred for the other. I think. Oh my god! The, I fantastic. Would never, cigar. I would never
3: pay that for, it, but it was so good. Yeah, I smoked one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that, what, what would you pay for that one? I wonder.
3: Oof. Like what? Like if I could get a box a great for question. like wow. thirty-five, forty a piece,
1: I would do it for sure. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Just curious. What was what? The, the story? You were at Davidoff, part. and there's a pallet. Oh full yeah, of
2: I was. I was. I was at the Davidoff headquarters, and there was two pallets of. Uh, of the Royale sitting there. And uh, Dylan Austin's like, yeah, there's a palette of Royale. There's a, like, that's a million dollars sitting right there. <laughs> and I was like, holy, <laughs> holy god!" Just out? There's no guards or anything? Uh,
0: <laughs> but chilling. I, I got
2: to say, they, they gave me one of those that night, and I smoked it at uh, Del Frisco's like a few weeks mm. later. It was out of this world's so good. good. Like, yeah. out those of this world good. Like like pure stick I, of butter. I like don't even know what they do to that yeah. cigar. Now, 80... To $100 for me, that's pushing a a limit that I probably personally don't spend. No. But it was fantastic. What about you, Nick? Like, What do you think when you see those types of prices, does it turn you off or does it say, oh, God, I got to get my hands on that thing?
0: When I see those kinds of prices, that's when I call down to the warehouse and say I have to do a review and I need to buy. <laughs> I'm gonna need those for But personally, free. just personally, um, personally, I mean, I really, th- I need to investigate it a little bit. You know, I'm not just gonna follow. You know, kind of what what a, what a uh, you know a press release or something says. I, I have to do a little investigation because if it's something like, for example, like the Cohiba Specter, the the one from last year i i think if i had if i stumbled upon some more of those i i might pay the 90 dollars for i i love that cigar and then there's this the story behind it now how much of the story is bs oh we found this 15 year old tobacco lying around but you you can definitely taste a difference between that and the Cohiba royale let's say which is very still very good but the specter for me was on a whole other level and okay so i i get the the price difference there but it's got to be something worth it. It has to be, you know, age, but it can't be too old. It's got to have some kind of something going on with it. But I, I think would I buy it even once a year? Tough, but I could see that there's value there.
1: All right. So we got an audience question, Patrick Larkin, Gurkha, His Majesty's Reserve. Yeah. <laughs> Emmett, I've, I would I think you'd be the only one know. that might have smoked it. Uh, Maybe. Smoked no, one. I haven't smoked that one. Oh, Nick smoked it? Yeah. And? <clears> hmm. <throat>
4: No comment. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, no, I've smoked some expensive. What is it? A thousand dollars,
2: right? Fifteen hundred,
0: I think. Uh, it was. It's a thousand. We we sell. We have like two left, and we I think we sell them for like seven fifty or eight hundred
4: dollars a piece.
0: Yikes. The problem. Listen. Okay. It. It tasted very infused because it is infused with that cognac, yeah. right. so it, it it had a lot of that going on. But I get it, I guess. If Did you like cognac infused cigars, well, like I, I understand. Like
1: even if you knew what you're doing with cognac, it, it, it it's debatable whether you would be able to appreciate the cost increase of that cognac. But yeah, to yeah they
0: could have done that with a with a twenty dollar bottle. Right, yeah, carry that over into a cigar. How yeah. am I they, supposed to
1: doesn't translate. Notice
0: that. Yeah, it didn't have, like, the luxurious, like, oh, Louis, it, it, it tasted like what your grandfather would do when he would dip, like, a cigar in brandy, and, like, let it sit outside, right. kind of. Mm. Uh, so it just kind of tasted like like that. Um, but Gurkha makes some fine products, and we sell them at JRcigars.com at the best price. <laughs> yeah. hey,
4: I know we're, at, we're running out of time, Eric, but if I can just throw yeah. one more in the in the mix here. Uh, I recently bought a $30 cigar, which is a very, very high price point for me. And it was the newest Mombacho Cosecha. Mm. And, and and I'll tell you a couple things I have thoroughly enjoyed. And think that the previous um, editions of the Cosecha were excellent. A big part, honestly, of the, the reason I was able to justify it is because I have four consecutive years of that limited edition releases. And so there was an element of, like, collector's uh, kind, kind of... Uh, uh, excitement behind it. And so I, I you know, I didn't want to go, I didn't want to miss a year kind right, of thing, Right, but, right, but out, outside of that, I, and if it was just on pure smokability and flavor, I think for $30, um, there, there's some other things that I'm, I, I might gravitate towards first. All
2: right. So we got 30 seconds, boys. Give your final Ooh. thoughts on your, or, you know, t- take in your final draws okay. and start to formulate your opinion on these cigars.
1: I'm really soaking it in boys. Do the chew. Make sure you do the chew.
2: We'll go in reverse order this time. We'll go uh, me, Jordan, Randy, Emmett, Nick, Uh, as far as the reviews, but not yet. Just hold off. Ten seconds. First impressions. Can this cigar give me a favorable first impression?
3: So because it's right. the end, cigars can we, down. Can cigars we keep smoking it? Like after. That, I was after, curious about after. that. Yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but for now, it, it it for now, put it down.
2: For now, put it down. Just for now, put it down. For now, put it down. You can smoke it after. It's okay, Emmett. Okay. Right. okay. All, right. All right. So it's th- okay. Now, <laughs> I think that this is an interesting uh, e- exercise, if you want to call it that, because typically I like to smoke like two or three before I of this cigar all the way through before I kind of really, really formulate my opinion. But I also believe that that first impression makes... Sets the tone. It sets the tone for how I'm going to like that cigar moving forward. Yep. All right. So this cigar, as I stated earlier, it started bad, and then it got into a nice rhythm. Yeah. It got into a very nice rhythm, but it's very, very one-noted. You're going to get just... That spice, which is good, that doesn't always mean, like some people think one-noted is, is a bad connotation. I don't always think so. can be a mistaken like, good note. Like right. uh, uh, the, the Aladino Corojo, just the regular plain, the regular Aladino. That's a one-noted cigar through and through, but it's great. It's a good note. It's a great note, and you love it. This particular cigar, I, I like it. I don't love it. I'm going to say it's a solid 89. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, that's solid, pretty good. It's a solid 89 which in my book is a high ranking. 89 to me is good. That means that's a very very good cigar and you should get your hands on it. Uh, I'm not going to throw it into the 90s and the 91s and 92s where I would say, "Oh man, like that is over and above the value of the cigar." I'd say that this is this is this is the value. It's the the price is worth it. It's a good solid cigar. It's an eighty-nine boom. That's my first impression. Jordan, what about your Aladino Cameroon?
1: Um, we're getting, you know, the burn was a little wonky. Um, that's okay, but um, I, I don't think there was too much. There, there wasn't much more going on than what I already said. Um, it's just kind of like a baseline Cameroon. Like there's the red pepper and the cabinet spices. Um, there's not really any sweetness going on, and there's definitely no like it factor. Flavors like that I had with the, the pledge, where I could tell you, like, this is this is what I'm getting. This crazy note. It's just it's just a it's It's, okay. it's a it's a decent Cameroon.
2: All right, so. and now you gave the EP Carrillo a what 92? Yes. So what do you what are you giving the Aladino Cameroon?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go 87. 87.
2: All right, so that is interesting. We'll go right to Emmett now. Emmett had a slightly different vitola. He had the Lonsdale. Yeah. Uh, tell us your thoughts on it and what you would rate it. I think I enjoyed mine a bit more than Jordan.
3: I like, I mean, he's not wrong that it's kind of your typical Cameroon, but, uh, with mine at least, I started to get a little bit of that sweetness coming into the second, third. Um, but the flavors really started to come through as I went further and I, I started really enjoying it more. Um, some of the, some of the bread flavors were still there and still like, like you said, the red pepper was there, um, and baking spices, yeah, you're spot on. Um, but I maybe it's just me. I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna give it uh, at least I'm gonna say a ninety.
2: Now what did nope. you give the
1: uh, Oh you did a ninety one on the other one? Okay. Yeah. You the gave, the other one oh, was so 91.
2: you like the Oliveras Connecticut a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, A little more. bit more, yeah. Wow a little bit more. I'm I'm curious how this would smoke, you
3: know, further down like keep going, if it'll change at all. But um but yeah, just from what I smoked, it was
2: it was really good. So both I think that both what I'm getting from both you and Jordan is it's it's a very solid cigar yeah but maybe it doesn't have the, the what you like most about Cameroon as a main I would like to component. see like
1: I would like to see like the like a little brown sugar sweetness yeah like the war zone right uh, mm. some of that coming in uh, but you know Emmett's got a different size than me too so
3: yeah the size could definitely make a difference there um, it's really good mine was good would you uh, say it is worth the price uh, I can't remember what I paid for this one I want to say in the Nine ten dollar range, Jordan. Is that right?
1: They, uh, I think so.
3: Yeah, Sorry. I would, I, I would pay that. nine bucks for that for sure. Yeah, it was all good, right.
2: it was really good. Good, good Cameroon. All right, Randall, you had the Agonor Salif Anniversario 109 Maduro. What is your first impression and your rating of that cigar?
4: Well, uh, first, of all, I'll say, you know, I, I think anyone that knows me knows I'm a, a fairly significant Agnor Salif honk. Um, but it led me to kind of come into here lo- looking for either the Corojo sweetness or the Criollo saltiness that I'm so used to from their portfolio. You know, they have such a uh, signature character. And, and and you know, I'm trying not to get caught up in that the way, you know, uh, Jordan and Emick just pointed out just by calling it Cameroon. You walk into this whole experience and exercise with an expectation. Yeah. Um, and so I'm trying not to hold against uh, the company my expectations um, which really weren't warranted. It was just my my own thought process. Uh, because this doesn't have either the saltiness or the sweetness that I'm used to from their portfolio. Um, but while, I said up front that cocoa and uh, and espresso were significant, and there's like this dark, almost bitter uh, baker's chocolate kind of character going on, which isn't definitely my my uh, everyday go-to, but I, I also pointed out the black pepper. Uh, I, I was able, thankfully, 25 minutes was long enough. I just started to get into a transition where um, the creaminess of the cigar really started to come into the into play. I got a strong cinnamon note from it. Um, I'm a, also a sucker for transitions. I like cigars that make me look back to them and, and, and try and you know visually see why it re Reassessed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, that's not what it tasted like three minutes ago. Um, I think this is exceptional. I, I I also play into all the embellishments. I love that this has the backstory of literally only one roller in their Miami factory uh, can handle this Vitola and uh, makes it super small batch limited edition. I think it's fantastic. Uh, I think this would be great after a steak dinner, you know, with with a glass of bourbon. Unfortunately, I ran out of uh, out of my scotch before uh, I, I got to those nice cinnamon notes. I'm going this is exceptional. I'm giving this a ninety-one. Ooh, All right, ninety-one. Strong. Strong. And you
1: knew that uh, Terrence Riley is watching. Yeah. Strong so. score. So that's strong cool.
2: score. <laughs> I, I like the. I loved your description of the flavors. Like that uh, makes me want to try that. So there's the awesome. the board there. Now we're we're we'll we'll go over the leaderboard uh, at the end here. Uh, Nick, what is your first impression and your rating for the Drew Estate Nitro?
0: So you, you got to believe me. I know this is going to seem like, oh, it's our private label. I got to talk it up. But <laughs> I, I've, I've been honest with, with a lot of stuff. So I'm going I'm to say I think this is phenomenal. I think for a private label from Drew Estate, I think for the price phenomenal. point on it, I think it was great. It, it was nice and, and full, but not overbearing, not one note, kind of overshadowed the rest. It had some good spice, some rich notes to it. And it had that thing that you that thing that you get in a full-bodied cigar – where it was a lot of intense flavor and you're like, oh, when I when I exhale the smoke, it's gonna be a nasty taste. It has that flavor, but then smooth at the end. So it gives you everything you want up front without any of the bad, like, you know, kind of kind of on the tongue flavor. The construction was great, the price is great, very reminiscent, like I said, kind of in the T fifty two range. I'm gonna give it a ninety, man, especially when you're looking at $120 for a box of these. I think these are gonna be our best selling private label ever. And I'm I'm gonna stake my I don't know my reputation on your that, that, really that. Your shirt? How about your hat? <laughs> I, I, I was say hopefully. <laughs> hat. No, my 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 Ghost Rider shirt. Absolutely, Negative Ghost Rider. I love my Top it. Gun shirt. <laughs> All right, Jordan, let's
2: let's take a look at the leaderboard, um, and then we'll kind of quick, quickly right. review. What we All got? right, so we have uh, Nick with the Brulee uh, STFUF at an eighty-eight, and the Nightshade comes in at a ninety. Emmett brought in. This was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, Oliveros Connie at a ninety-one. I sort of expected Emmett to rate the Cameroon higher. Oh,
1: definitely. Um, I, going into
2: it, I totally did too. Yeah, and he so that was the a ninety. Randy had his uh Would Brule you have away.
1: gone ninety one with the uh Cameroon if you hadn't already used it? Oh, I probably
2: I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. It was really good. I yeah, I don't know. All right, Randy's uh STFU double explanation mark as a ninety and the one oh nine Agonor Salief Madero at a ninety one. My bones was a bit of a disappointment. Uh at an 84, and my Fonseca was just a solid 89, nothing crazy. Jordan was just absolutely blown away by the EPC. Highest pledge. rating of the night, boys. Highest. And I would say if if look, nobody knows Jordan more than me, and there's no way in the world Jordan gives that cigar a ninety-two unless it isn't really good. Um and then he was a bit disappointed, but although not not terribly so, with the Aladino Cameroon with an eighty seven. Emmett, um, in just looking at the other guy's scores and your own scores, are, does any of this surprise you? Were there any things that you would say like I was not expecting that?
3: Yeah, the the Carrillo surprised me for sure. Like I I'm kind of on the same page with the first two in that series. Uh, I like the Encore a little bit better, which I think is flip flop from Jordan. But yeah, I would have put both those original lines in the in the upper 80s. But yeah, now I now I have to go find some of those. That was surprising for sure.
1: All I'm, right. I'm lighting that thing right back up <laughs> <Yeah>. when <this laughs> shows up. Relight wow. it. Don't care.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, Randy, uh, surprises uh, for you as far as your own smokes or as far as just first impressions in general from the other guys?
4: Uh, well, for my own smokes, uh, I'll tell you again, um, uh, you, you guys convinced me to smoke my first infused, and I hated it. Uh, so I, I just don't go that. I'm not into infused. So I was almost surprised that I didn't find the sweet tip, um, my assumption of a sweet tip, um, uh, more distracting. So I, I was actually uh, pleasantly surprised that uh, I could enjoy that as much with what I believe to be sweet tip. Um, I wouldn't, I'm not at all surprised that I love the agonorsa leaf. Um, from your guys, I'm I'm, I'm with uh, Emmett. I'm excited to now try uh, the new EPC there uh, because I also I'm with them. I, th- I like the Encore a little bit better than the La Astoria, but neither of those cigars are, um, on uh, in my top, you know, 20 per se. Um, so I'm excited to go out and try one of those.
1: Randy, have you had any of those other Aganorsa Miami Anniversarios? Can you compare it all?
4: All of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the and, Lan- that
3: Lancero one is so good. I was
4: just about to say that that oh. Lancero is one of my favorite. I'm not much of a Lancero guy in general. Uh, that one, especially like with a cappuccino yeah. or, a, or a iced coffee with cream, that is such a very very so enjoyable So How does, it, how does this one think. fall into
1: the the lineup?
4: Um, it's it's got to be top two, probably with that Lancero with the 2015 coming in uh, uh, third in, in the line. Um, I, I I like that line in general. I think they do a very good job. Actually, the the original, um, I do like this one better. Than the 2019, which was also done by the same um, Torcedor. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't uh, Torcedor. box pressed, and, and it was the, the natural wrapper. Uh, I, I do actually prefer this one to that. So, um, a very, very good scar. All
2: right, Nick, uh, surprises, thoughts in general of your first impressions?
0: Um, I mean, definitely the 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 nightshade took me by surprise. I mean, I knew the brulee. I knew I was gonna like it, even if it was sweet tipped um, or or not, because I, I just love that cigar. Uh, but the the nightshade. I mean, listen, you have expectations when you're getting a private label, in. you're gonna you're having expectations when you see a price point. I thought it was gonna be very good. Like I said, I think this is one of the the best private labels we've uh, we've ever done. Like along with Cabanas, yes, I think. I mean, I think this one is even maybe if you If you like something a little fuller, a little richer, and if you like that kind of signature Drew estate style, you're gonna absolutely love this cigar. and it, it's the price point that gets me. This we should have charged more for this, and I'm kind of kind of mad we didn't. <laughs> um, but overall, I'm an, and but you guys have gotten me excited about the the pledge I really want to try. I was talking to Alec and Bradley Rubin early today, and they were raving about it. they're They're buying boxes and boxes, so I'm excited to try that. Uh, And I got to hit up uh, old AUSA to get some of those Olivero sent to me for a review. So try those out as well.
1: Speaking of those guys, we got to try that Kintsugi still. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Excited to try that. Yeah.
2: That's coming soon. All right. uh, Let's wrap up the show. Emmett, what do you got going on Blind Man's Puff these days? What's coming up next? What have you just done? Uh, What can guys check out on your website? So coming up next week,
3: there's a cigar you may or may not have heard of—the uh, uh, Dogma Sungrown. Oh. Oh. That's going to be next oh. week. I have oh. no idea how it's scored yet. I'm nervous already. We have we have not run the numbers, but that will be next week.
1: I I would wonder if that'd be one of those ones where guys could like kind tell. of tell what it it is.
3: But Robbie <laughs> depends who we got sent to. If if Kevin Acuff got it, he probably knew <laughs> yeah. right away. Just looking at that, it's easy to
2: tell yeah. what it is. It's junk. Yeah. 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 So okay, so the the Dogma yeah, Sungrown that's coming, coming up.
3: up. And earlier this week, we did uh, a couple of Southern Draws that both got 92. We did the 300 Hands Connecticut, which is that a 92. Kind of 92. No oh. way, and the Cedrus total. That's both, a great value. Both 92. Yeah. It's a great all value th- cigar, but 92.
2: In it. yeah. That's blind. A... It's blind. I know. I'm just saying, nobody, nobody knows.
0: The what Cedrus it is really good. The Cedrus it's is Cedrus. really unique. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. All right, uh, Nick, uh, Jay, you got the great video series, which I watch every episode. What do you what, what all is going on with JR Cigars and uh, and your uh, social media channel these days, and what can we look forward to?
0: Well, we got a lot of great reviews uh, going up, and we have more coming. We're going to be doing something with Alec and Bradley in October. We're going to be doing something with AJ in October. Um, the Nightshade just launched. Uh, just a, a lot of cool stuff. And uh, like I said, pay attention to us. Come January, we have some amazing company-altering stuff launching in January. It's going to be for the entire year, so make sure you Ooh. keep an eye I can't, can't reveal anything yet, but don't worry. It's it's going to be mind Bottling or whatever the term <laughs> is. Mind you know, bottling. bottling. Your thoughts get was, trapped up in a bottle. Yeah. Oh, my
4: God. <laughs> I love that Jordan and I are totally the only ones that got that. Yeah. No, I got it. it. it.
2: bottles <laughs> the mind. <laughs> All right, Randy, you got Flavor Odyssey coming up on Wednesday. What is going on on this week's Flavor Odyssey? It's the end of uh the
4: Habano wrapper. It's the end of an era. Yeah. yeah so we will be smoking the Casa Cuevas La Mandaria with straight bourbon.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, the,
4: yes. The, Really excited about that after, you know, you threw down the gauntlet and uh, taught everybody a little something, something on uh, Smoke Night Live last week about bourbon. So I'm going to I'm going to go find me a, a little hole in the wall that no one's ever heard of in the area and find a, a special bottle of bourbon for, for that show. So I'm really excited about that. And and before we go and I'm sorry, I know you're trying to wrap up. No, Eric, that's right. Uh, We're all right. I, I, I got to say, when I first started smoking cigars uh, and I started watching reviewers as I'm trying to learn a little bit about something. Nick Labretti's top five was one of the things that I gravitated to right away. And what I would tell everybody that like if you're trying to get a sense for your own palette, find someone that has a similar palette and that you can enjoy what they enjoy. And I, I can tell you, Nick and I haven't spent a lot of time together, but I know we have a very similar palette. And I love the the uh, the top five and all Jeez, the videos. The romance can... going on tonight is yes. unreal. I can well, you said we haven't hung out a lot,
0: but we're about to.
4: <laughs> I think you
2: got a new roommate there, Nick. <laughs> a new roommate. Come hang out in the garage. <laughs> yeah. No, very nice. Uh, no, I appreciate that, Randy. I can't wait for thank I, can't, you very much, I can't wait for Wednesday's Flavor Odyssey Jordan Bourbon Baby. <laughs> you know, I mean that's As it's meant to be. That's my wheelhouse. And that cigar is phenomenal as well. Jordan phenomenal? going, <gasps> I'm, no, I'm going. phenomenal. I'm going. Phenomenal. phenomenal. Uh, there there we go. Go. Yeah. All right, boys. Uh, Emmett, thank you so much. Randy, thank you for taking the time to be here with us. And of course, Nick Labretti, we love having you on the show as always. Uh, guys, it's Friday night, which means uh, on the dojoverse.com Check into your favorite cigars, post what you're smoking, you're drinking, and, of course, what you're listening to with Hashtag Now Playing. Uh, we do that every single Friday night. We'll be back next Friday night with another Smoke Night Live uh, guest to be announced. And uh, until then, remember, never, never smoke alone. See you <laughs> guys next week.
0: Introducing the all-new Romeo y Julieta Passion. The story of this cigar dates back almost a year, during a visit to the Flor de Coupon factory in Honduras we witness the endless amount of passion and love the workers put into each and every cigar. This hand-rolled cigar uses a blend of Dominican and Honduran filler tobaccos, along with a rich and flavorful binder from the U.S. The wrapper is a zesty Ecuadorian Habano leaf that offers up notes of pepper, leather, nuts, and a dash of cocoa. Ignite your passion and pick up a box of the Romeo y Julieta Passion at jrcigars.com.